The Terrible Warriors are supported by Patreon supporters at patreon.com slash terriblewarriors. Today on The Terrible Warriors, return to the city of Calypso, the Sunrise City. City of glass and mirrors, drugs and pride. A city where everyone's got a dream to escape to the other side. And in the center of that dream, a murder. Famed author found dead in the office of his editor. And in the final hour, our investigators are closing in. They know who killed our victim. They know how our victim died. But it doesn't make any sense until they learn why. But as they get closer to the truth, will they regret ever finding out? The final chapter in our investigation in Norlandia. And our investigators, who just don't know how to walk away, they are your terrible warriors. Welcome back to the Terrible Warriors. I am not your game master, Justin Eacock, here on this game of Norlandia. I'm not your game master because there is no game master in Norlandia. We are entering into our fourth, final episode of this campaign. We have begun our investigation in the city of Calypso, the city of sunrise. That The sun hasn't risen in this city for years. And uh, uh, it is a city of glass and mirrors, of drugs and pride. It is a city corrupted by its own vanity. And... In the center of this city was famed author Stephen Prince, found dead in the office of his editors, apparently stabbed so many times. <laughs> Along so the many. course of our investigation, we have found some answers. This is not a complete mystery anymore. The only thing we do not know is why. But we know he was stabbed so many times. <laughs> Which is an answer if to this, the motive, probably. If this was a song, that would be the refrain. And we know that it was Chris Chapman, mysterious industrial drug maker from the Shades, in a possible affair with Liz Moran, the government agent from the Crystal Maze. He's the one who did all the stabbing. But we don't know why he did all the stabbing. <laughs> we don't know if he was even doing the stabbing maybe on behalf of someone else. Maybe someone hired him. Maybe someone provoked him. Maybe he just wanted to stab someone so many times. Uh, along the way, we have made many connections and leads. We have been keeping track of this on a board. I took a picture of it and posted it on our Instagram account between these two episodes if you want to go and check that out. It's also going to be on our show notes. But we have uh, in our city four districts. The downtown core called The Core. The Skid Row area called the Shattered, or the Shatters, where all the glass and mirrors of the core life are kind of recreated in broken form. And the Crystal Maze, where the rich lived advertisement-free. It's like where you pay for the premium upgrade and you get rid of all the pop-ups. <laughs> That's what happens at the Crystal Maze. And if you want to just disconnect from Facebook and not be a part of the whole rigmarole, that's where you go into the shades. Powered by gaslight, uh, they don't get into the industrial, but as we've learned, they also provide much of the um, amenities that the core lives off of. And uh, they, they farm those materials and send them into them, whether it be drugs or otherwise. Uh, uh, drugs, of course, in Calypso is a very different thing as it is here. It's not even just recreational. It's just a fact of life. It's just, it's how you wake up in the morning. It's how you go to sleep at night. It's how you feel happy. It's how you feel sad. Everything is regulated and controlled and usually regulated and controlled by you, by how you want to feel right now. And you can, you want to eat that meal and you don't like that meal, take a pill. Now you like that meal. <laughs> and uh, it's, a, it's a carefree life. Or is it? We've learned along the way that Stephen Prince was working with something at Liz Moran in a secret workshop in her house, that in this workshop was a map of a molecule connected to a potent chemical that's connected to Chris Chapman. Secretary at the editor's office saw something. There's a, an heirloom of potential lover from the shatters. Uh, what is happening? What was Stephen involved in? We're going to find out that final answer of why this murder took place. Or we're going to horribly fail everything. Or we're all it's going to die the and the city will fall apart. Um, you get stabbed so many times. I'm feeling pretty lucky, though. <laughs> so, so far. we just wrapped up a scene with 
uh, uh, Bree's character, Fortune. Uh, and so we have three more scenes to go through before she can have another one, and that's going to be between Shane's character, the old man from The Shades, or other Shane's character from Edmonton, uh, his character from uh, The Core, the private investigator, Mar- uh, Marcus, or my character, also from The Core, the editor of the company that Stephen Prince was working for, um, Mar- uh, Marty, Marty Silver. Um, Shane, Shane, uh, either of you want to have a scene? I think you're in a very interesting track right now. Yeah, last we yeah. saw Marty Silver, he was in the shades, tracked down by a professionally hired assassin, and uh, had his life put on the line, but goddammit, if it wasn't for those police-issued downers uh, <laughs> who uh, he was able to drug that assassin, knock her down, and get some answers, uh, including finding out that um, uh, not only was uh, Chris Chapman, our prime suspect and suspected killer, uh, Connected to Liz Moran, perhaps as lovers, they're lovers, uh, <laughs> but also this professionally hired assassin to take me out of the investigation had also recently visited the Sunnyside Diner in the Crystal Maze district. And that's where we find Marty. He's not, he's not having a good week. He's not having a good week. He's clearly a corporate core worker. He doesn't live in the Crystal Maze. He can't afford to live in the Crystal Maze. He doesn't look like he belongs in the Crystal Maze. People in the Crystal Maze don't wear sharp suits. They wear, like, flowy robes. They're the, they're the high elves. They're all like, yeah, exactly. He's just yeah. constantly out of his element. So, <laughs> yeah, he's just, so, like, everywhere, just, like, crying <laughs> softly to this himself. It's been a very <laughs> stressful week. My, my heart and mind continue to plummet. Um, but I feel guilty. I feel like I pushed Steven into something that he wasn't, like, a life he shouldn't have been in. And, and, and I want to I want to clear my conscience by solving this investigation. And uh, here I am in, in the diner. And um, uh, does, is there anything that you think I would find when I walk into the Sunnyside Diner? I ask my supporters because when I run, the, <laughs> I don't get to have a say. <laughs> um, uh, I... I, I I have this matchbook, and I have this location. I don't know what I'm going to find when I get here, but I'm hoping it's going to lead to more answers. I'm hoping it's going to maybe lead to a new contact. Is there someone there that might know more about what Stephen Prince was like here in the maze or how Liz Moran even gets into this? I think there's a sultry waitress behind the counter. We know the maze is (laughs) a mystery, that people who go into the maze very rarely leave and very little news (laughs) from within. The, The maze is more myth than reality to the other people of Calypso. So you just pulled a card. I did. Uh, I pulled a four, which on the dramatic hits means something has been stolen. Okay. Okay, so you walk into the diner, and all of a sudden everyone's just like, are they all missed that something's stolen? Do you see something get stolen? Well, I don't know. Something has been stolen. You walk into the diner. Okay, Bree. And there's... There's hardly anyone in there at this time of day. It's a little early for lunch. Um, there's hardly anybody in there. But there is, as Shane gave us a waitress. There's a waitress, bartender. She's doing everything right now because it's really, early. Really and she's rifling through. Shane's trying to bring back the seduction card really hard. Um, <laughs> she's rifling through things without trying to look like she's looking for anything. Like, but like she she's, can't find it. Yeah, she can't, she can't find something. But she's trying really hard to look. I mean, she is in the Crystal Palace. You don't lower yourself. Like, I mean, she doesn't live there, but she works there, which is pretty grand. So, you know, she's trying to, like, she's looking under placemats and, like, pulling out chairs and trying to look like she's just tidying up, but she's clearly looking for something. Okay. And uh, on your name tag, on your dress, is uh, the name uh, Anka. A-N-K-U-H. So... Uh, thank you for supporting us on Patreon. Uh, uh, so, uh, Anka, is, uh, you're working here at this diner. You're, you're stressed out. And uh, I, uh, I don't really care about your problems because I want to solve a murder. But uh, maybe if I help you out, um, I can learn a little bit more about it. But I want to know also how this is going to actually forward the investigation or if I should just like maybe leave and get out of your hair. I shouldn't be here. Um, Trust me, I know. So... So, uh, how do we want to play this part out here? I've got, like, 
I think... Always with dignity? I'm just going to sit there and read the menu, I guess. Well, just let I, you sweat. I do think you do see, like, behind the counter is, oddly out of place, the entire collection of Stephen Prince's, like, col- book collection. Mm. Like, all across the wall. It is quite obvious that... Most Spe- of them... They special brought, edition. They look like the covers have been autographed. Yeah, so it's, it's like, you know, all in frames. All he came the here often. Oh, this was like his probably his favorite place. This he is like traded autographs for probably wrote some of, of his books here. Um, so I, I point out the books and I go, uh, Stephen Prince fan. Oh yeah, he he came here all the time. It was it was one of his favorite places to just sit and have a coffee or have you know sometimes he had business meetings here. It was a very very integral part of his life. Were you a fan? Well. It's interesting you say business meetings, and I show her my card from Silver Press. And uh, uh, tell me more about these business meetings. I was his editor. Oh, well, I mean, I expect that if he had to actually go to an editor, he probably would have gone somewhere that was not a coffee shop. (laughs) Uh, Now I feel like Stephen was doing something on the side. He wasn't working with me. Sir, um, are you meaning to say any of this out loud? Like, are uh, you? This is this is me talking, <laughs> doing my monologue, my little noir <laughs> thing to the audience. Um, uh, other two supporters. What else is? Is there anything happening in the scene here to maybe push push this along? I um, uh, I don't know why I'm here. I have a matchbook and I have a diner and I have uh, Liz Moran and I have so so you meetings. you haven't asked for one, but I've drawn a card. Okay. And I've brought you a coffee. Yes. And there was something in the drink. No. Was it coffee? <laughs> no. It's, that is what my card says. There was something in the drink. Like coffee. And so, okay, so the drink knocks me out. Oh, that's amazing. Because, of course, it, there's not even a point to roll. Man, I'm my not... characters are just on that today. So you wake up. Do you want, do you want to roll here which, where I wake up? I say you wake up in a laboratory. That'd be kind of cool. I mean, we, we could. I mean, we could do a laboratory or we could do the um, on the road is where I did, is uh, on the road back towards downtown. Back oh, like we just, we just put you I on I got the drugged, train. and I, no, I, 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 it says, I got drugged and I wake up heading back downtown. Well, what the hell? That, that sounds boring. It does. So <laughs> you want, you want to wake me up in a laboratory? I want to wake up in the secret writing room, where like, we laugh less off. Oh. That's not that <laughs> far away. Okay, so, so I'm there, and Anka's there, and Anka's Liz Moran there. is there. Liz is there oh, as well. Oh, this is perfect. And Chris Car- Chairman is there. Chris Chapman? Chris Chapman. What? He's the killer! Is we he, know he's the killer! <laughs> we know he's the killer, but do the police know he's the killer? I know he's the killer! <laughs> well, well congrats! Great. Now you're with him! I'm kind of being myself! Am I bound to I anything? No, you're not, you're not bound. You're just still a little bit woozy. I you're, you're, you're still, wake up. You are still too drugged to move. Yeah. But you are conscious... And you see that you see the waitress, you see Liz, and you see Chris all talking in a hushed voice about what to do with this current situation. Uh, uh, okay, I got to get out of this and learn some information. Um, <laughs> is this body or mind that I'm rolling against? I'm probably gonna say well body. Uh, well, bo- I'd say mind. He's trying to like, come to. Well, I mean, let's say he's awake, but he's really <laughs> sluggish. Okay, so body. <laughs> so is it mind? Is this a mind roll? Is that what you well, said? Actually, let's, let's do a mind roll to see if you can actually speak up before like, okay. the party at hand decides mm-hmm. to do something. Okay. You guys get an extra black die then. Um, I made good life choices. So yeah, black die. I get a white die, but I don't get an extra white die. So do we get... And you get a black die for my condition, so someone's going to roll an extra... Someone... So, hold on, there's only one black die to one black die, plus a second black die for my poor condition. So it's two black die? Who, so it's two who, black die. Who, who am I rolling against? Am I rolling against Liz or am I rolling against... There's only two I, black I die on the table, so each of you, Bree you and Shane, roll one die. Yeah, one not uh, not, uh, not Edmonton Sorry, and Shane. Oh, okay. One, two, three. We've only got the two die. It's a three. A five and a, five and a three. I rolled a six. I have my one six... And uh, if I win by two, yeah, it, it auto passes. I narrate the so success, it's... but if I lose by two, okay, so it's it's high to high. So you I'm will not, be I'm offered gonna... a bargain. I'm offered a bargain. If I succeed or refuse and fail, so I'm kind of coming to. And who's offering me the bargain? 
What's the bargain? What is oh, happening? This, this feels like this, this has gone Dirk Diggler. <laughs> Dirk Gently. It's gone Dirk Gently. Dirk Gently. Um, so I mean, I assume it would be a fellow fellow people who are not the protagonist. I assume it would be um, it would probably be I mean, Chapman, probably, who is going is to offer the. the Maybe Chapman. Well, he's never met any of them before. Is the thing the only person he has any idea behind this? So, this is interesting because the four of us aren't actually working together on this investigation at all. We've all been doing things independently. Yeah, (laughs) we've fucking never met each other. (laughs) So, um, so you're gonna come too, and you know they can tell you're awake, but you can't talk yet. Like, you're a little bit of a blubbering fool at this point. And they kind of, they look over at you. You know, they look over at you and they confer again for another couple of seconds. And then finally, Liz, who is, who clearly belongs in the Crystal Palace. This this beautiful woman who clearly belongs here. This mm-hmm. is her house, even though you don't know it. And kind of glides over to you. Because they all walk like fucking high elves, obviously. She glides over to you and she says, Look, I know why you're here. If you forget. Uh, to keep in mind, in, in, just before you offer this bargain. Yes. In the investigation roles, the bargain can be offered as a narrative bargain. Right. But in this Otherwise, this is an role, actual like thing. The only bargain that can be offered is one that will damage one of my stats when I offer, when I accept. Okay. So she says, I know why you're here. And you know this is going to affect We don't choose what stat. No, you do. do. You You choose which stat you're bargaining with. If you want to be like, you got to make a public statement from your company and it's going to smash your reputation... But you're going to publicly uh, exonerate. Um, you're going to say it was a suicide or something, right? Like, you could or you m- could say that. Ask, I could lose my integrity. Uh, Liz could ask for all the rights to his books, like all the royalties. Yeah, but that's she how, how would that, that anyway. affect my stat? Uh, that would be something around um, your reputation would go down because your company yeah. would lose the money from it. Yes, I guess. But I mean, it was already in the will. Yeah, she's probably going to get them anyway because the will. Um. Basically, or you can you don't have to be like a character offering. Yeah, no. What I what I'm saying is, yeah, what I'm saying is, if you're gonna get out of this, you're gonna have to like break your arm. Yeah, she knows. She knows why you're there. Um, and am I gonna be tied up and captured by this killer, or are they are they gonna let me go? Why are they captured me? I think they're gonna gonna let you go. This got really serious. (laughs) Um. So what I what I would like to do, guys, Episode and four. let that me... escalated quickly. <laughs> <laughs> and let me know what you guys think. Shane's squared. Um, what I think we're gonna go for is something that's really gonna hit. Either I think the most likely things he's gonna have to roll on are mind and heart. I already feel guilty in, and in this already situation. Feel yeah, and he's already down on those. So the game would get a real boon if he went down further <laughs> on those. I think we uh, actually, you know what we could do? Can the group decide to just like give him a really strong sedative to fuck with his memory and then just like let him back out? Yeah, then that could go after your mind. The bargain here is if I accept this, I can make my investigation roll with the white die. But my mind is going to drop to unhinged. Yeah. Yeah. Let's do that. But if I, like, they put the pill in my mouth and I put it under my tongue and I spit it out when they're not looking, I'll take the black dye, um, but I'll keep my mind up. And my investigation role that'll happen, uh, my mind won't be as affected, but it also won't be as successful. Yeah, so I think the idea is that they're going to offer you a pill. Yeah, she says, I know why you're here. And if you take the pill and, like, you can follow through and investigate whatever... But if you don't take the pill, um, well, they're not offering they to me to open. investigate or anything. They're, 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 well, no, like they've literally shoved like, a pill in your mouth. Are you going to swallow it? We got to get rid of him and put him on the road back to the core and and, yeah, like, and and just send him away. But I'm like silently taking in stuff from this room. Yeah, that makes so sense. what's so what's happened is she comes over. She says she knows why you're here. She shoves a pill in your mouth. If you swallow it, 
you're going to take a hit to your mind. If you wait until she turns away and just kind of spit it out, you're just going to take the um, the black die. I'll take... Well, the thing is, I'm going to take a black die anyways, aren't I? Because... Uh, yeah, this is kind of a lose-lose. You're tied to a chair. Like, <laughs> it, like if, I, if, I, if, I, if I drop down to unhinged, I'm going to end up having two black die on my investigation roll versus just the one additional black die from the failed. Uh, no, that the... Your mind doesn't come in effect for investigation roll. It's only for challenges. It depends on the style of the it investigation. It depends on what the investigation oh. is. That's why I'm doing this. And since I'm going to be probably looking around the room immediately after this, I'm spitting out... I'm going I'm going to reject this bargain. I'm going to spit out the... Yeah, the you managed to just kind of go I'm like... i keep my, my stat up, <laughs> but I, I don't get to keep the white die for the investigation. Yeah. I end up only okay. rolling with two white dies. and but Because we, we have two answers on the board. I don't need the extra white die. So you're going to get a black die in this investigation. So as I'm spitting this out and I'm waiting for you guys to like dream it, I'm trying to like pretend to be asleep or something or drugged out. Um, you're just drooling all over yourself happily. I'm used <laughs> to giving a glassy stare. And uh, I'm going to get two white die. I'm also going to have two white dies for you to roll that are attached to the answers we have found. Mm-hmm. And uh, each of you gets a black die to roll. You got a black die, and you got a black die. And oh, have, another have black die added in for my poor condition. So, okay. you, so, so Bree got... can roll two black dies, two white dies. And I'll roll two white dies. Fuck me. Those were not weighted. Okay, so oh here, God, here are your... Uh, those are my bargains. Those are your bargain oh. dice. And then okay. here are all... Two, four, two... And two. Now we only take the, the highest three, yep. so that two gets removed. So, gets one, so we two, have two. a four and a two and a two. Now, as we know, if I miss on the two, I'm on the board as a lead. Frankly, I'm shocked you're not there already. <laughs> <laughs> and this long, if damn. I miss on the four, uh, I damage conditions anyways. Uh. I could live with dignity, <laughs> or I could, I don't know, poop myself. I mean, <laughs> I was going to say, you're drooling, you're drooling all over yourself. You're tied to a chair. I don't so, know if you've got much dignity left. The thing is, that's only to break ties. And these bargain dice, I can. that will help stop the four. I think I'm going to end up on this board anyways. I don't think there's a way for me to miss. Like, I don't... <sighs> I'm going to have to... Okay, what is the bargain for this six? Who rolled the six? You rolled the six. I did. Um, I think it's probably attached to the waitress because she's the only one there who's not. So what's the bargain then? That The story bargain? I, for, for what, how do I get this six die? Because I need the six die to beat the four. And then I need to like be very if, undignified if and break you... my principle again. And then I still get my name on the board. Okay, to get that die, she's as afraid of these people as you are. She just wants out. She wants you out. Get, you, if you escape from here, you take her with you. Okay, I can do that. So, I made it in on your a current, six. In your current state, she doesn't believe me you can do that at all. an answer but. or a connected lead. <laughs> I break my tie with a dignity by, like, I pretend to be drugged out, which means I drool, I release my bladder. Uh, You've now peed yourself twice over the course of this campaign. This is not good, but this is it. My my principles are shattered. My image is ruined. Um, For those of you keeping track at home. uh, However, I still miss on the two, so I'm still going to pin myself onto the board. Uh, On my way out, they leave the room. They think I'm drugged out. The waitress whispers in my ear. I, I then, like, get up because I'm actually not drugged at all, and I take her out, and I get her onto, like... A fucking whatever cars or things we use to get around, and uh, can we do this at this point? Can uh, I draw I a card at this what, point? What for? For leads? <laughs> for the investigation's over. This is this is okay. This the is, investigation's over. I can't fuck your shit anymore. You want me okay. to get her out of there? I'm taking her back to my apartment in the core. Okay. So it's like I got a roommate. <laughs> Surprise! Worst thing ever. <laughs> yeah, but I got a roommate who might be a suspect in a murder, or an accomplice. Or d- drugged me in the diner. Why am I helping this woman? <laughs> so along the way, she answers some of my questions. And I uh, 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 tying on a two, I get to heal a condition. 
um, which actually absolves me of my guilt. My heart goes back up to quiet because okay. I'm like it wasn't me, is what I've learned uh, that it wasn't my fault. The uh, the hit on the six uh, will is there enough there for an answer on the board, or do we have to make more connections? There isn't. We've got Chapman. Liz hasn't been used for anything, so if I can connect Liz to the heirloom or Chapman to the heirloom. Uh, if you can connect something to the workshop, it's already connected to our murder victim, and that will give you three. We, Liz hasn't been used for anything yet, has no, she? No, Liz has not been Liz used. Liz hasn't been used. Yeah, so that's what I want to do. Because Chapman has not been used. Chapman, the, the sunny side hasn't been used. Chapman is being tied to the heirloom. Because that's where I think this is going. Okay. And so that's my connection. Uh, I don't have enough to make. Oh wait, no. I, I, on a six, it's not. I don't make a connection. I make a connected lead. Yeah, you can yeah, just new add a new lead added. and come in. Oh, okay, so she reveals to me something. What does she reveal to me uh, on the way back that uh, is becomes a new connected lead? It doesn't have to be random. It can be whatever I no, want. No, it could it be, be whatever you want. Uh, the lead. Welcome back to being in control. A person. <laughs> A person, a place, or a thing. Um, I have, uh, I also have, the, I mean, I could make her the lead and how she connects into this drama. How does she work for it? Maybe she works for Chapman. She's been working for him, covering up his crimes. Maybe she worked for Stephen Prince. I mean, he came to the diner and had all those books autographed. Maybe she works for Liz Moran who was working with Stephen Prince, and she's covering up her implication in all of this. So I'm going to put Anka up mm -hmm. on the board from the Crystal Maze, from the Sunnyside Bar, and I'm going to connect her to Liz Moran. And I'm also going to put myself up on the board. I'm in a card already. Thank you. And I'm going to get up and do that to the board, and someone else is going to take over the scene and find out what happens, who, who wants to go next. It's going to be one of the Shanes. All right, one of the Shanes. Which one of you wants to go? Are we going to rock, paper, scissors it? No, I think the detective should do some detective work. Okay. Do your job. That's <laughs> <laughs> an old man. Uh, He's just an remember, old man drug well, pusher. Um, this is your friend. And maybe your dad. Yeah, that's kind of the angle that I was that I was going with on this because because I got the name Chris Chapman, an industrialist from the Shades. Apparently, there's a potent chemical involved somehow. So I'm starting to think less and less that it had anything to do with the chemicals. I think. If, the, chem it the chemicals. That way, the chemicals were great. But then it all got along. into the sex that no one talks about in this town. That's <laughs> what you get for not talking about sex with anyone. <laughs> <laughs> you get passion stab murders. So many times. So People many times. <laughs> so many. It was like that's just like in the in the newspaper. It's like a lot of stabbing <laughs> headline. More more in the evening. Potentially. Excessive stabbing. When people when people can't have sex, they stab more people. Okay, this has been brought to you by Terrible Warriors. Penetration is penetration. <laughs> the more you know. <laughs> All right, which one of you is doing a scene, Mister Detective Shane? Yeah. Okay. Where are <clears throat> you? Okay. Where would you like to be? When would you like to be there? Uh, well, I'm gonna see what I can do to find Chris Chapman by going to somebody who. Would probably know where he is, considering they have very similar backgrounds. I'm going to talk to the old man. Oh, I'm going to go talk to the old man. Where yep. are you talking to me? Where are you? One second. Now we're Wait, trying okay. to find where scissors. Where do you want to meet the old man? Where do you want to meet the old man? Want to meet him at a park? Come on, yeah, old man. Put your yeah, we'll shoes on. Come on, old man. Put your shoes or on. We're going to the park. We'll go with neutral ground. We'll meet in the shatters. Whee! Okay. It's nice over here. We shattered glass parks. That's all we got. It's just empty lots of shattered glass. It's 
good times. Glued to the wall. Sometimes. Currently. Sometimes it's just a pile. You take what you can get. Like the glass beaches. <laughs> yeah. All right. Take her away. Okay. <clears throat> so I'm... The old man is literally chilling in a park full of broken glass, uh, feeding... Is there pigeons here? Can I be feeding pigeons? They're, they're fake pigeons. They're also made of glass, and you are feeding them broken glass. Like, you're just throwing glass at other glass, okay? I'm, I'm, thro- I'm throwing <laughs> They're, they're glass-blowing glass. pigeons. They're like little, little like art projects that the shatters make. Okay, so I'm sitting in a park throwing little glass beads at glass pigeons, just waiting for time to pass because I'm an old man. I just go in and I just... Uh, That's ridiculous. There's too much glass. Yeah. <laughs> I walk up... It's all we've got. Why? 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 Leave why, it alone. Why do we have so much glass? Is there, a little, is, there, is, there, is there a lot of sand around? Like, where are you making all this glass from? It's like corn from? syrup Did, in Maybe the, the sun so died make... because it went really hot and it melted all the sand in the world to glass. And has hence why glass is like our main resource. I don't just, know. That's all we got. Broken glass everywhere. This is what hell looks like to John McClane. Okay, so you, um, you're, you're, you're meeting in a park in, in the Shatters? I was over at the yes. board. Yes, so. in the Shatters. And, you're me in the Shatters. And you're meeting, you're meeting him at the yeah. park. Um, I think like the Shatters isn't made of glass. It's not even made of mirrors. It's made of what everyone grabs. Yeah. And like the, this park is more like a landfill to anyone else who's not from the Shatters. It's just full of so many like stolen things that are then like I don't want this, and they throw it out because they found something shinier. It's all the shiny things that are not as shiny as the shiny things they have now. So it's kind of shiny. And, and old clothes. Old and clothes. Just, yeah. You know. Old fashion. Old discarded pigeons. Old, old discarded old art projects. A <laughs> little bit of everything. And, uh, and 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 heirlooms of those little the stars hanging on string going across the park of all the people who've left the shattered. Reminder that you can leave this life. Yeah. Okay, so I approached the old man in the park. Well, I never thought I'd have to see you again. Hello there. Look. We're just going to keep this simple. I have questions, you're going to give me answers, and then we're going to go our separate ways. So I look at my watch, and then something something amazing happens in the background. So while this is happening, I I, I (laughs) got summoned by a powerful player. So actually, um, we bring in, uh, I know you also played him uh, earlier, but this this meeting is going to be interrupted by a powerful player in the scene. Which is um, Mark Brooks. Mark Brooks, the mastermind of the shades. Oh God! Great. So one old man walks up to the other old man, and <laughs> old man number two, Mr. Mark Brooks, says, "Fool, you acted my trap." No, I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, oh. I, 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 I can, I can. You, you I do can Mark Brooks. Yeah, why don't you, you take Mark Brooks? Mark Brooks? So I come in and sort of, you know, for someone who wants to get away from the shades, you all do a very terrible job of associating with only other people from the shades. It's ironic, isn't it? He walks up and he's got a he's got like a bomber jacket on or something keeping it it's it's cold away from all those gas lamps. Oh, well, everything would seem cold. Well, yeah. Gas yeah. Lamps. It's all, can, it's very warm in the shades. It's very yeah. cozy in there. What can I say? I took up a profession that has me dealing with a lot of criminal bastards and they just happen to come from the shades. I look really offended by this. Well, you got yourself caught up into something bigger than your usual fare, that's for sure. No shit. Look, I'm looking for Chris Chapman. And I'm looking for you to end this investigation now before more people get hurt. You're causing too much trouble in the shades. People are showing up who shouldn't be there. <laughs> God, it, Steven's own editor... Almost got knocked out in an alley fight with one of our enforcers. It's not good for business. We don't need people from the other side of the tracks coming down and changing the order of things. Look, what Marty does with his own damn time is not my concern, all right? The guy is on edge. People think he did it. Best thing I can do for him is prove that he didn't. I think he did it. I think half the city thinks he did it. Of course he did it. The body was found in his own goddamn office. And I've got an eyewitness who says somebody else did it. Yeah. Someone who wants to pin it on the shades. That's bad for business, too. We can't have it getting out that a prime suspect is someone who is also a pillar in the industry that keeps 
all these pretty lights on. You gotta stop this. You gotta walk away. You too, old man. I, I slowly walk away with my limp. <laughs> old man is out. No, <laughs> old man, you old raised man this boy. You raised Prince. I yes, that will... he he died because you couldn't be there to stop this from happening. He died because I didn't know who he got who he got in with. He got in with one of your own. He got in with Chris Chapman. Another, another kid from the same generation as the fucking the PI things. and the author. They're killing each other. What kind of mentor are you? Not a good one. Hey, 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 hey. I know this is your scene. I'm sorry. Yeah. There's no more Shane just like ejecting from the game. Yeah. But Mark Brooks is having none of this. He is calling you out, old man, and he's definitely calling you out. Stop this. Stop this damage. Stop this destruction. Just let it lie. Let Marty take the blame. Wait, no. So. Pin it on oh, someone okay. from the shatters. So, just don't put it on us. So I drew a card. Um, a concealed weapon is revealed. And it's revealed by someone literally murdering the old man. Well, well you can't. Do that. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna put a I'm gonna put a veto on that. We can't we can't wipe out another character in someone Shana else's would scene. Like, Shana would like you to know you literally just asked me to murder you. No, I, I said my, my cane I, is like if you want if you, if you want to reveal because we're all supporters in this scene yeah. together. We yes. all work together. I Mark Brooks reveals the concealed weapon. There we go. We go there you that. go. Concealed weapon. And it's one of those glass blowing torches that's been like modified to just to just like blow fire. Blow burning fire. Molten glass. It's not a nice way to go. Do you, do you see something badass as you pull it out? Uh, no, he just just he's wearing the bomber jacket. He just opens it. It's just in it. He's just like, stop this now, or I'm going to stop you. You will not bring down the shades. Let it lie in the dark. Oh, that was good. That was a good line. Well, I think this kind of sounds like a challenge roll. <laughs> <laughs> well, it depends how he reacts. So do you want to try and disarm me? Do you want to talk me down? Or do you want to just take the black die? You, just, you can just take it and just give up. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you, listen to him. Listen to Mark Brooks. He's really smart. Because the old man might have information for you about the motive because you raised these kids. Yes. Yeah. The Mark Brooks might know, because, but he doesn't want anyone to know. So he's not going to tell anyone. So I, so like, among my supporters, old, old man, I would argue old, this is a body roll. Yeah, like old you're man gonna shaking up. So if you you want you, you gotta fight you gotta fight shade with shade. If you wanna, this is he he's upped the ante here, and he's not gonna go down. You you know enough from this life that you would never reveal. Yeah. That where everyone in the core will just take drugs and let their troubles go away in the shade. You sort it out, and you sort it out usually in a fight. Passion. Also, he got a gun. Yeah. Well, it's, it's a flamethrower. He's got a, got a flamethrowing, <laughs> flame a glass bullet gun. Oh, man. Punch him in the face. <laughs> What's your body stat even at? It's just uh, a regular dice, right? Able. Yeah. Yeah. So, and there's no other conditions to it. Um, it would it would be a white against black. There's nothing else to, got, to throw in there. There's there's. We've no been other doing pretty well on those. I think you have a pretty yeah. good chance. All right, I'm gonna try to disarm him. And I'm going to stop you. Boom! Oh, I rolled a two. <laughs> He rolled the two! Oh, it's a tie! Oh, man. So, Mark Brooks is going to offer you a bargain. And by Mark Brooks, I mean Justin's going to offer you a bargain. Um, you can retreat and not get your answers from the old man. Or Mark Brooks can kick the crap out of you, and you can take a hit on your body. And when he thinks you've got a message, he's going to leave. He's going to tell you to keep your head out of the light. And, uh... Everyone just stay in the dark. And he's going to leave. 
And then while the old man maybe tends to your wounds, you get some answers. But that's what it'll take is just letting Mark just beat the shit out of you. Beat the light out of you. He can't break his principle with this one, couldn't he? Uh, you can break your principles in a tie during an investigation right. roll. Okay. Right now, you just got to... Bargain. You just got to let me kick you for a while. <laughs> it's not a bad bargain. No, it's and you a, haven't no. really taken that's a pretty, any hits. That's a pretty solid bargain, actually. Yeah, I'll, I'll take my lumps. Mark Brooks kicks the crap out of you. Yeah. You just kind of look and you kind of like... Do you use a flamethrower or you just like kick him? He doesn't, he doesn't, he just showed it, but you tried to fight him off and he just beat the shit out of you. It's just He fists. didn't even need to use Hands the flamethrower at that boots, point. Right? Like, just know your place. And when he thinks look, you've known just, enough, lower your stat him. down from able to hurt. You got a bloody nose. And he says, keep your head in the dark. Stay out of the light. Let the shade be the shade. Stop trying to change the order of things. And he walks away. And leaves you in a pile of your own blood. I look on very, very... And you're like... Just, like, not happy with that. And now you can roll... So, actually, mark the stat change so we don't forget. Right. And you can roll your investigation roll um, to find out what the old man knows about your suspect, Chris Chapman. I know it hasn't come up, but it just seems okay. narratively like... I, I should know him. You, you should know. talk about how you much you know. know all these people... Why wouldn't you know someone who just comes from the same generation as all these other kids? You Does know? some similar work as I do. Yeah. Exactly. He's almost a protege. <gasps> Man after your own heart. Oh, God. Was it jealousy that caused the blade to fall? So many times. <laughs> <laughs> so, so, so many so times. Many times. <laughs> um, we can just go straight into the investigation role to, to resolve this. You've got okay. two white dies plus the bargain die from a challenge, success, and you get two more whites from the answers you have found. Not not to roll. Those are going to be bargain dice that can be added in by other supporters. You're okay. actually only, you're only rolling two because you right. are... What stat do you want to reach out for? Your reputation... Your only one is mind I, that's I high enough. I think yeah. it's heart. Is you but it would be right. heart, but heart would add a black die to the roll, but you're also getting a bunch here for... The, um, from from the answers we've already found. I think hard is probably the most realistic given their potential. You got a black die? We'll go with that. And Shane gets a black die. <gasps> well, thank you. And I got a black die. And you're going to get an additional black die, Shane, because of the bad condition on his damaged heart because uh, he's feeling guilty now. And you can... Um, uh, so we'll roll these black dies and uh, I, I'm going to split up the white dies here for the bargains. Mm -hmm. You get, I'll give you two, Shane, because you're in the scene, and I'll have one. But these white dies can be bargains that we can add in to break ties. He doesn't have to break his principle. And go. Ooh. Ooh. So let's bring this over here. We got a six. Yep. We've got a five, a five and a five, and a two. And um, supporters... We want to we want to we want to push three of these four black dies in. Do we want to keep in two fives or do we want to push in the two to risk him being put up on the board as a suspect as a lead? I kind of like that part too. We have a six, a five, and a two rather than a six yeah. and two fives. Yeah, that sounds good. That makes his choice a little bit more difficult. Yeah. Now for the bargain dice, uh, I rolled. We have uh, and then Bree gave me. Uh, we'll keep these down here and and Shane. Another five. So these are your bargain dice. You have, uh, for your black dice, you're up against a six, which uh, if you fail that, um, it, it, uh, the district, the shatters that you're in, or the shades will be escalated. I would think in this context, the shades might even be escalated. Mm -hmm. uh, or will destroy a lead on the board. Uh, a five uh, means you damage a condition, and a two means that you pin yourself to the board. If you hit on the six, which will mean breaking this tie, or you can pair it with a lower number, and you can just take the damage lead in the escalation. If you hit on this six, you will make an answer, and we're that close. It will be the answer. Yeah. Or you can make a connected lead, and if you take this three, which the only one it can really beat is the two, so you could do that. You wouldn't have to take any bargains, and you could just let a district be escalated. I could <laughs> just take the answer and call it a day, really. You could. So let's find out. <clears throat> let's find the old out. man is the one who ends up telling us why. Why? 
Oh my my old man. Why it happened? But actually, the protagonist who runs the scene gets to tell us why. Yes. Yeah, but it's, but through but it's but through, through you, character. so you can have some of the glory. So first, yeah, yeah. let's 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 figure this out. We've got uh, what are you pairing these up with? The uh, you just want the oh six. Yeah. You want you killed the six like that, <laughs> and then it's the six that do we what lead do we want to have destroyed? Mm. Or do you want to escalate um, a district? Well, he can just. Escalate. Nothing bad is going to happen. Cause... Yeah, but it will in the epilogue. Um, It'll add a black die to the epilogue. You can kill Marty. Just so. don't destroy <laughs> a lead that you need to form an answer is all I would request. And the only existing connections are Anka, Liz, and Chris Chapman. So... So basically, with the six, I with the six, I just destroy a lead on on the board there. Which lead do you want to destroy then? Keeping in mind, if you destroy Fortune or Marty, I we die. <laughs> <laughs> I no, mean, you can no end pressure. this game, kill Justin, and still win. <laughs> I mean, really, you could you could kill either of us and still win. Let's be honest here. And both of us have gotten way up in so many things we should not have gotten into. <laughs> <laughs> That's also going to maybe really answer the why if I've also been involved in the implication of this murder now. Why did they also kill me? <laughs> I mean, I was only just recently captured by them. Or you can escalate the shades or the shatters. You know what? Don't hijack my scene, bitch. Marty dies. <laughs> Yay! <Wait>. No. <laughs> How? Okay. <laughs> so Marty's been destroyed. He gets he gets stabbed so many How, times. Did, was he was he stabbed so many times? Oh yeah. Or was or or was someone else like Liz or Anka? Was it like a cover up? Oh. Just push down an elevator shaft. Yeah, push down an elevator shaft onto some knives. <laughs> Which stab him somebody? Yeah. Sounds like a collaborative like, effort. Who pushed him down the elevator shaft? Well, that all answers next time. Maybe third, no, this is the last episode. This is it. So what? This, this is all we fuck. got. Okay, <laughs> that's gonna be an interesting epilogue for Marty. <laughs> there isn't one. This might be the darkest moment I've ever had in Terrible Warriors. You killed Justin. I'm really glad I invited you here to this game. From and put you up last night. And, like, you crashed at my place. I broke you down. I made you breakfast this morning. I made him breakfast. What would you make for breakfast? I had bologna and fried eggs. That's pretty good. Oh. And, and, and you yogurt. killed him. And, and, like, French press coffee. And, and you, you killed and he, and he him. And he fucking killed me. You shoved me down. Because I hijacked shot. a scene. Also, also I'm just going to say, if this is the darkest moment you've ever had in Terrible Warriors, like, welcome to Toronto. We do yeah. this every time. Yeah. The last <laughs> time Bree was in a game, Steve almost quit the show. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, yeah. We made, we made Steve almost rage quit. That was fun. Oh, that was good. It's all cut on tape. Monster Hearts, episode yeah, three. Monster uh, Hearts, remember? I do remember that. <laughs> Monster yep. Hearts, episode three. Um... <laughs> Or four. It was episode four because it was right know, after was... we killed off Mag's character. Yeah, it was episode What have Max. you done? <laughs> what have you done? Was Steve the werewolf? Yeah. Yeah. Is because I punched him really hard in the neck? No, it's because no. Julian was all like, I'm going to bleed and I oh, want yeah. you to hurt. Yeah, Julian got really I dark and he was hurt. like, nah. <laughs> and, he, and, he, and then his dad came down the stairs, Steve's fictional character dad, then snapped Mag's uh, Buffy character, broke her neck and killed her right there in the basement. Oh and like God. Steve just saw his like best friend and it maybe girlfriend great. die in front of him. And by his dad's hand, it was a breaking point. It, yeah, it was, broke him. It was great. It, it got really intense. Yeah, so, that game right, was really awful. But back to Norland. <laughs> I loved it. So yes, um, it sounds like uh, because you didn't let things lie, because you ignored Mark Brooks yeah. saying to stop this, he probably sent those assassins and other people from the Shades to just let Marty take the fall. And he did, literally. Marty took the fall. Literally. He took a fall onto so a many stairs. <laughs> so many <laughs> stairs. <laughs> Marty, Mar Mark Brooks doesn't use knives. <laughs> Mark Brooks just uses gravity. He just pushed them off. <laughs> you don't need extra stuff if you just used your so, hands and gravity. Uh, yeah. Marty, Marty Silver wasn't killed by Chris Chapman unless you want him to be Chris. I think it would be. No. As your I, supporter I like... in this scene, the, 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 I think it would be Mark Brooks. 
you ignored his warning. Or yeah. let things go. And so you didn't, so he fucking killed Marty. He wouldn't care. Well, if anything would He was just like, oh, look, here's, here's this Case guy. Case closed. You yeah. got them. You Surprise. got the guy, vigilante justice. You know, Marty's still a little bit drugged. He was an easy target. It was and the, and what, the rest of us are worked like, out. We're like, he's dead, but we could bring it up, but then we may get targeted. Ouch. Yeah. So, <laughs> so I'm dead. And uh, <laughs> in the other one here, you do find, however, the answer. Um, you only have the one option on the board if you want to cut right to the answer. Unless you want to make a, Do you want to make another connection first from that three? To make your answer a little bit more interesting rather than the Anka, Liz, and Chapman connection? Mm. I think Anka, Liz, and Chapman kind of like... You could connect Marty to anything on that board. Technically, you could connect Marty. Well, you can't. I'm a destroyed lead now. Oh, yes. Do you want to... Someone want to put an X through that uh, Mm. card? I'm so on that. (laughs) (laughs) It killed me. Saying wow. X is scribble. No, I just, scribbled you it. Scratched me out of existence. Scratched me out of existence. You're welcome. It was a good breakfast. <laughs> okay, so uh, or or you can you guys connect. take this stuff way too personal. Uh, unused, unused items on the scr- on the board are Sunnyside, the family heirloom, and the how answer. How much stabs? So many stabbings. Uh, you can connect that um, to anything else into the strings uh, to form your answer. I mean, if you connect the how many stabs, you can be like the who, the how, and then come to the why from that. Yeah. Yeah, because you could connect how to who, and you could use Liz, who, and how to form your answer. Seems like synergy. You can... um, That's pretty straightforward. Yeah, we can do that, the the Liz, the who, and the how. Okay, so we'll just take some string, and we'll take a final photo of it. Um, Shane, you rolled it. You killed me. You stood up for your principles. You talked with the old man. And here in this park in the shatters, the truth comes out. And we finally learn why Chris Chapman stabbed Stephen Prince so many times. So many. And we also learn why it connects to Liz Moran. Chris is connected to her. And the how is connected to Chris, because he did the stabbing. Um, why did he do this? What does the old man reveal to you? Okay. And I tell you. <clears throat> or do you guys want to so. talk it out? I, I've got my own ideas, but I don't want to hijack okay, the ending. So. I'm dead. Here's so here's what I've what I've kind of got figured for the motive. Chris Chapman was a chemist who had an idea not for a drug but an anti-drug. So, what he intended to do with the help of Liz Moran, who was a high-ranking government official that could help make this happen was sneak the anti-drug into the regular pharmaceuticals so they stop working. Then what It's would... like a drug that just kind of blocks a lot of the topple, receptors he's you're using. He's going to topple the drug regime. But what was going to happen was then Mark Brooks was going to get involved as well, use the, use the drug distributors in the shades to put their drugs into the core. So basically... So why did he kill Stephen Prince? Because Stephen Prince was figuring out what he was doing. Because he was working with Liz? Yeah. What was Stephen what? Prince just like stumbled across like what was happening we, one day we, while we he was in Liz's house? In his, we found the drugs in his secret writing lab. Well, well, yeah, but did he find... The drugs and then take them back and he's like well I mean Liz never really goes in here I can just hold on to this until I figure out what's going on and then they were just in his room and she didn't go in there until he died this is just an idea that so I had was, off the top of my head he I had he, he, he had yeah he had written out this document this shades document with a will leaving everything in Liz's name 
Um, there's something about that that suspected that he didn't think he felt safe and that he felt he was in danger. Certainly, Chris Chapman and his anti-drug toppling regime coup would have felt like he was getting ready through his publishing company and the press to blow the whole thing open. And he knew that the powers that be, the Mark Brooks and the Chris Chapmans of the Shades, were going to make they were going to wipe him out. And he was going to make sure that if that happened, at least Liz wouldn't have been hurt by this. Did Liz betray him, though? I... I don't know where Liz comes into this story with Chris. We know that she and Chris are connected and suspected lovers. And we know that, like, his laboratory was... And that she was working now with him to distribute this anti-drug as, like, this rebellion. Almost think that, like, Steve also being from the Shades and also coming from that life, like, a whole bunch of, like, communist writers in the 50s, maybe they were all kind of, like, working together in, like, a conspiracy, but Steve was having second thoughts. He was liking his life in the Crystal Maze. He was liking how things were going. He was successful. His books, his uh, connection with Liz was growing more closer, and uh, he was spending time at the sunny side, getting to know Anka, who was also involved in this conspiracy, but he was starting to change their minds, going, like, this is a good life. These drugs are not harming people the way the drugs in the shatters and the shades do. This is this is an ideal that we could live in. He was starting to change minds. And now, Chris, now that he's hit the high life and he's not Chris living to the core life, right, where the drugs are, like, constantly in his system, right, he's not taking, like, the the work 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 all the time drug right he's taking like the relaxing like oh this is nice kind of drugs right his mind is changing he's not in that grind all the time anymore he's already successful right also, so it's easy to come unlike the, the other, other side. members like Anka and Liz and Chris who from the shades wouldn't take drugs like you faking it yeah um, Steve started imbibing he started getting involved well, this is fine this is actually great. It helps my writing. It helps my career. helps my relationships. He was getting other people to start thinking about it. And so Chris, they got into an argument after he had revealed to Chris, I can't do this and I got to tell everyone I got to stop you. Chris went, you can't stop me. Right, that's where it's sounding. If this is yeah. this then, this, this plan, he, he was halting him. And then he stabbed and, him. And then, and then he stabbed him so many so times. So many times. I was curious though if like was he stabbed in the office, or was he stabbed at Liz's place, and then they brought him to the they office? They stabbed him at Liz's place. They brought him to the Marty. They, they, they were trying to frame Marty, which is why then Mark Brooks just went ahead with the plan. Yeah, Mark Brooks was like, oh, look, he was but just Mark so Brooks upset he committed idiot. suicide. Mark Brooks is an idiot. So Marty paid you. the you price. Thank you for supporting us on Patreon. Marty, <laughs> Marty Silver paid the price just for associating with Steven, uh, and they tried to pin everything on him, but they didn't remember... To, they didn't check his coat. They didn't know. Chris had no idea that Stephen was going to leave his his entire fortune to Liz. And in doing so, also leave it to Chris because the two of them were together. That he was ready to betray the cause and possibly pay the price from the agents of the Shade, but they were still his friends. He was still going to leave everything to them. But then Chris ended up being the one who killed him. Right. And Liz will never see a dollar Here's the question. Do our characters care to make this information public, or do we hold on to it and try to get heads down? That's the epilogue. Oh, my God. Oh, snap. That's the epilogue. We'll come back next week. We'll wrap it up with a quick epilogue episode. (laughs) Marty's dead. (laughs) But the three of you have learned the truth. Do you have, like, a ghost story? We're going to put it here on this board. And now you, we have, a, yeah, I do get an epilogue in terms of, like, what happens to me, my, my legacy, and to my city. Uh, but, obviously, I know what happened to me. Um, and uh, you can put that up there, and when we come back for our next final episode, we will have an epilogue here on Norlandia. It'll be a shortened episode, because there's not much to do. Um, and maybe we'll double it up with another campaign. I'm going to just put it out as a bonus episode. I don't know. I'll figure it out. Let's see how the masks thing goes. And... We now have our answers. The game is over. We have won. Or have we? Because now we've got a terrible answer to a horrible secret. And Marty, police are ready to 
wipe their hands and go. I mean, Mar- case Marty definitely did not win. Saul, no. <laughs> will Chris Chapman get away with it? We'll find out next time on the Terrible Warriors. And until then, I am your dearly departed, <laughs> Justin Eacock, surrounded by fine. Marty's his dead. friends <laughs> that he would do anything I mean, you for. Didn't, you didn't make me breakfast, so. <laughs> Not making anyone breakfast, we have. Free poison. And uh, still not sure uh, if he's comfortable with this revelation. Is this what we were all working towards? Is this the answer that it was always going to be? Shane. Shane. That's the whole time. That's Shane. (laughs) And um, apparently you've killed my cat in another campaign (laughs) in Pugmire. You've now killed me in Norlandia. What are you going to do next? (laughs) I'm Shane Fitzgerald, and the best part of that is not knowing. <laughs> Until next time, I'm still the voice of the show. Take it away, Justin. They're gonna lock me up. <laughs> <laughs> the Terrible Warriors normally has new episodes out every Tuesday and every Thursday. But with Norlandio, we still had an epilogue to record. Now it ended up being a little shorter than a regular episode. So come back tomorrow. Surprise! We'll have a new shortened episode to wrap up the story of Norlandia. The investigation is now over. But there's still one last bit of the game to play. What happened after? How did the investigations affect our investigators, at least the ones that survived? And most importantly, how did the city of Calypso fare? Will they ever learn the truth behind the murder of Stephen Prince? So that also means tomorrow the debrief episode will be released as well as the collected complete campaign for our Patreon supporters. And to thank you for your patience, we will also be including scanned copies of everything that went up on our billboard so that you could cut them out and play an adventure in the city of Calypso yourself. Perhaps your investigation will turn out differently than ours. And if you return to us on Thursday... We have a new campaign for you, recorded just last weekend. The triumphant return of Mike the Birdman Dodd as a player character, as Derek the Bard gathers together our terrible warriors to step through the Stargate into another world. It's the first adventure of Stargate SG-12 in a campaign we're calling The Shield of Mars. And should you return to us next Tuesday, we'll be playing Masks, the new generation. Our story of young superheroes in way over their head as they race against time, we do that a lot in this show, to save their precious city from being barreled over by all the other parallel reality cities that are out there. What happens when the stack falls? Can they possibly rebuild the wall between worlds? Oh, we'll see. It all comes down to the dice rolls on Tuesday. And next Thursday, alternating with our Stargate SG-12 campaign, Derek, Will, and Wes have created a world of their own. The Parliamentary Republic of Veilmount. It's a steampunk gothic style world and our players have fashioned themselves as freelance monster hunters. It's an incredibly original world and I can't wait to continue to explore it with you next week. So, Norlandia will actually wrap up tomorrow. Surprise! We'll have a new campaign recorded for you, replacing Norlandia in the rotation. We have a new game that you chose on Patreon. The deadline was just last weekend and the polls are in with only 39% of the votes squeaking by. Our next campaign to be recorded will be Threadbare. We'll be playing broken toys in a broken world. If you would like to get involved in the preparations of this game, head on to Instagram or Twitter right now. Take a picture of one of your broken toys. Better if it's creepy. Something close up. Something with a clean background so that I can use that perhaps in our title card for the next campaign. 
Maybe we'll take that toy and fashion it into one of our player characters. If you'd like to know more, head to Twitter at DiceWarriors, as well as TerribleWarriors.com, where you can see a schedule of all of our future campaigns leading right up to the end of the summer now, and a complete archive of every campaign we have ever released, available forever, for free, for you. And this year has been really good for us. You've allowed us to play new games, be more adventurous with our topics, bring on more people onto the show, and have cool musical soundtracks in the background, and that's entirely thanks to your support. Not just if you're a Patreon supporter, and we are very thankful if you want to give us real money, but also just for sharing this show with your friends, for leaving a review on iTunes, because that helps us become more visible, for hitting retweet on Twitter, because we don't have actually that many followers on Twitter, and we survive off the impressions from your retweets. Every time you hit like and share, every time you tell someone about our show, every time you play a game that you heard on this show, you're not just helping our Terrible Warrior program, you're helping the whole community. Because we still believe, as we did on the first day, that anyone and everyone, regardless of their background, can play and game and tell stories together, and in doing so, become a Terrible Warrior. Today's Terrible Warriors and your Norlandia investigators were Shane Baelish, Bree Poison, Shane Fitzgerald, and Justin Eacock. Thank you for listening. See you next time.